0: Hey, what's going on? It is episode 172 of the Man Podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So my mom came over uh, right, like like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, came over for dinner, and I I just happened to say, uh, I asked her, I said, did you listen to the podcast? And she just shook her head.
1: That is such an unreal concept. Like, I just couldn't even...
0: She's like, you know, I really, really like Ben. (laughs) But yeah. I almost want to, I swear, I swear about this. She goes, I really wonder why his wife would leave him with the kids after that. And she goes, because, I mean, he has a cat that di- may or the, may. Leave
1: me with the kids. Well, she's
0: like, you have a cat that may or may not be dead in the house somewhere. You can't even keep track of the cat that doesn't leave the house. So I'm, that was, I'm, she, listen, I'm, I'm you a- should just be happy she didn't even bring up the other stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what?
0: I don't know if she was too embarrassed to do so, or what. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> uncomfortable to talk about. She doesn't know how to work Bluetooth though, because she hasn't. It's it, uncomfortable car. for me to talk
1: about. <laughs> Obviously not. So I just do it into a microphone, which is dumb. Listen, I, I'm the, I'm the best dad this side of Route 30. Okay, so I don't want to hear any of that. Leave me with the. You kids. mean the other side? This side. I don't live on the other side. I live on this side.
0: I guess you're right. That makes yeah. sense. But there's me. I
1: can't be the best on the other side because I don't live there.
0: But I'm on this side.
1: Yeah. Enjoy second place. <laughs> I'll get you a trophy too. Uh,
0: I taught. I decided that today was going to be the day that I taught my daughter how to ride her bike. And uh, I taught my daughter how to ride a bike. Really? Yeah. You remember I told you a long time ago. No training wheels? No, I took them off. Holy smokes. So this is what happened. Um, and I, I told you this many, many episodes ago about how I potty trained my son where I just basically... Gave him no diaper, and I was like, "Have at it!" And I he was potty trained in a day. Like he was for some reason he didn't. I mean, he knew enough not to shit on the floor, so he just went in the bathroom. You know what I I was like when you have to poop, just go in the bathroom, and it worked. With that being said, I kind of took the same philosophy here, where uh, I had I took I took her out to a like a a parking lot that's no longer used, like an abandoned storefront parking Mm -hmm. lot around here. And I just uh, cut the training wheels off, and, you know, she had elbow pads and knee pads and a helmet. Looked like uh, Super Dave Osborne. Yeah, for sure. And she's like, well, I'm going to fall down and get hurt. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. So I was talking, uh, I was, or I was videoing her on my phone, like trying to run after her and, you know, give her the launch off. And a couple of times because I was trying to make sure, you know, like if you use, you don't use Snapchat, but like you, if you got to hold the button in, if you don't have your finger right on the button, it doesn't start recording. So okay. that was my main focus because but, I wanted to record it. Right. But shouldn't you record it like
1: after she's already got it done? Because at that point you should be more like, Hey, I'm going to make sure she doesn't fall.
0: It, well, I guess you're right. But I'm number about, one. Yeah. In number so, so, so this is where I was coming from. I needed to show progression because. I don't get credit for teaching her if the maiden voyage is a success. Do you understand? Sure. So I need to show a couple of a couple oopsies falls. before. I, it sounds terrible, but I knew she was wearing all this padding. So what I would do is
1: yeah, What's she gonna hurt? I,
0: I would run alongside of her and then give her that last minute push while her hands were, you know, she wasn't so stable yet. Mm. Just because, like I said, you want it to be comparative and you want to show, here's the thing, two hours of hard work and dedication. This is where we're at, Right. Yeah. So it's what
1: I did. But does she ride her bike a lot anyways, like with training no. wheels?
0: No, See, when we moved to this, before we moved here, there was really, I mean, she tried to ride her bike with training wheels before and, and she didn't have like the leg strength hmm. because especially, um, unless you're on flat or like going down a driveway, once you get to flat ground or even there's any kind of elevation, it's, you have to use your legs to pump. Yeah. And you know, as a, being a bike rider for years you stand up at some point when you're trying to get some extra leg muscle into it. You, yeah. you have to get your it's ass off the seat. Little bit, Yeah, But it's hard to explain that to a kid because there's a lot of things that are at play here. One, when you're riding a bike, I, I hate to, you know, explain this like you don't know, but uh you gotta look straight ahead. You don't look down when you're learning. You wherever yeah. your head moves is your instinctually your hands are gonna move. So trying to explain that yeah. to someone, they're looking down at their feet to make sure their feet are still on the pedal. And then they're not paying attention to what's in front of them. And then when they look up, they're discombobulated because they're not going straight anymore. And if you try to go on a sidewalk where there's grass on either side, it's too narrow of a margin. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's why I went to this big parking lot. So um, we crashed an awful lot. At one point, she hit it, ran into a fire plug, which I was like, I don't know how you managed to do that. There's this giant parking lot. But she the constantly, plug? there was a fire plug in like an easement. Off the end of the fire. Fu- what is it? a fire plug? Like a fire hydrant.
1: Oh, fire hydrant. Yeah. Call it a fire plug. Oh.
0: Well, whatever. Anyway. You call tortillas,
1: ta- or tortillas you call them taco bread?
0: No. But okay. <laughs> listen, so right. stay with me. So yeah. anyway, no matter what, my car was a magnet for her. You know, she's like, she has to come so close to the car every time either her handlebars are going to scratch the paint or she's going to ram right into it. And uh, it also has coaster brakes. So at any point, if you stop pedaling or even put any back pressure, the bike stops, you fall over.
1: Does she get good at putting her feet down to stop
0: no. herself? No. It's, it's, it's a concept that, like, you don't want to put your feet down because you're want your you so horrified because your feet are on to. the Yeah. Huh. But your feet are on the pedals, so it doesn't make sense to take your feet off the pedals. Well, I'm going to have
1: to do that this summer my because my son, he's not that into riding his bike. She wasn't either, but the
0: neighbor girl rode her bike.
1: That would change things, yeah. And so
0: right away, it was like, we need Deathcom 5. Hmm.
1: She went from, like, I ride it once in a while with with training wheels to, like, we got to do this.
0: She had a scooter, and she's like, well, I'll just ride the scooter then. Yeah, or she just, has, like, one just, of those little, like, you know, power wheels.
1: Yeah, I would, well, yeah, I would just think there's, like, a certain amount of, like, she's got to want to do it.
0: The competitiveness. And that's what brought it out is this other neighbor, girl like, cruises by, ring, ring, you know. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh, wait, what's this? And then she was like, yeah. well, I'll just ride my scooter. And I'm like, well, how come she was able to do it and you're not? And then it was like, okay, game on. Tomorrow we're going to ride a bike. Nice. And we did it. That's so, good. one day. um, yeah, when, well, I mean, again, she's not proficient. She can't, uh, she can't go over ramps. I mean, we tried, it didn't work. Uh, no, uh-huh. but, um, you, what happened is, is we just, we ended up making a game out of it where I told her, you know, at the end of this parking lot is the pizza place or actually my son did. And I was standing at the other end. And he's like, you got to deliver pizzas. So he was standing at one end and he'd say, drive over here, get the pizzas and take them to dad. So she's so focused on the idea of delivering oh, yeah. pizzas that she forgets and she's having fun.
1: This is all just pretend like yeah. um, pretend to give you a pizza. Yeah, we didn't have any pizzas. Yeah, you didn't have like if the,
0: she could balance fake pizzas fake <laughs> right. Plus I'm on a diet, so it wouldn't work. Right. What kind of diet do you want? Weight Watchers. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so and eggs like, are zero points now. Eggs are zero points, uh turkeys zero points, chicken zero points. I mean obviously up to that doesn't up to
1: seem fair. Chicken
0: zero points. I the the thing that hurts the worst is the cheese. The cheese the is good points. For you I I eat, can't eat it.
1: Dude, I just eat cheese like just, just because. Like just, well, now I'm eating those like blocks Those
0: Baybel like one portion Yeah. fat free cheeses. Mm-hmm. But Dude, the, tell other, you.
1: the other night because I can't do chips it was last night because I can't do chips this is, this is how like this seems sounds so foul in retrospect but I haven't been drinking that much beer right either. I mean it's hard to believe but but last night I kind of had a green light everyone was asleep. So <laughs> I'm sitting there drinking a beer and because I can't have chips I'm just carving off slices of cheese off of this
0: like in chip form
1: like i bought like a a little a little wheel like a little wheel yeah but they look like a
0: chip like a when you peel it off right (laughs) you you didn't realize (laughs) that till just now no
1: i did i didn't i I, that would have been smart but no this was like (laughs) this was like i just cut like rectangles and i'm just sitting there chomping on cheese and drinking beer and it was good but then i thought like like i immediately had to brush my teeth as soon as i was done because i was like can you imagine if someone's drinking a stout with sea salt and cinnamon in it and, and eating cheese. No. That's uh, I had plenty of reasons to think I was gross before, but.
0: Well, I started eating. So I said that I'm eating those little cheese wheels that are fat free cheese wheels. And what I do is I take like a half of a plate full of grapes and then the cheese. And I just take like a little bite out of the cheese. So why and a little bite why of the... can't
1: you have cheese? This is I don't, weight so... watchers.
0: I don't know. i I didn't put the program together.
1: Well, they cheeses from the earth. It's kinda I, I don't really like to talk it's about it. It's very unmanly. From yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> so this is... Who who else was their big was Dan Marino? Or was that inter system?
0: Wasn't remember he erectile Dan dysfunction?
1: Marino. Yep. But I remember he used to hold <laughs> his pants out?
0: Was it Marino? yeah, it was Marino. Yeah. Joe Namath and Marino. And uh, Marino.
1: And one of the Osmonds.
0: Marie. Maria Osmond, she's yeah. the Weight watchers one. She's the one that is like really paunchy or like sh- like super hot, no matter how old she is. You're like, wow, she's really good looking, and then yeah. she's fat again.
1: Well, she's like hot, like um, like if you were to write it down on paper, like that 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 means hot, that means hot. But then mm. when you put it all together and in front of me, I'm like, I don't, I right. want it. Well,
0: I mean, you know, regardless, your father, she she does well against father time, but ultimately, yeah. she's an. She's an older lady. Well, you
1: know? I wouldn't want to talk about Weight Watchers that much either. I understand. But this is, tomorrow will be one month I haven't had chips. But this is what it's degraded to. I'm like sitting there just like cutting off chunks of cheese uh, instead of tomorrow's,
0: chips. tomorrow's one month I've been doing this, so.
1: Well, I started Super Bowl. I think that was the fifth, maybe. Mm. So, but listen, yeah.
0: a couple of things that, that we, I sort of missed out on because uh, we took a little break. Uh, first of all, the thing that's helping me the most, I got to give it up. To my, my my friends at Small Town Coffee Company Because I've been drinking so much black coffee Black coffee I don't know Ooh. if I told you this Did we already talk about this?
1: Yeah, you said you were drinking black coffee
0: That uh, I don't even have All I ever want to do is drink coffee I don't even want food anymore I just want coffee I think really? about coffee I dream about coffee when I'm sleeping <laughs> Sunday night when I go to bed like tonight I'll wake up in the middle of the night And be like, yeah, it's a couple hours till I have my Monday morning coffee
1: even if you just have a glass of milk, you pour a little bit of coffee. I don't have in. milk.
0: I have coffee. Now, let me tell you uh, this. I even got this. For, for Valentine's Day, my wife got me a, um, what do they call a press? The, the coffee press. French press. French press. Yeah. So I've been taking these uh, these small batch artisan coffees and making cold brew. So I even have bottles of pre-made cold brew that I've made myself. And I'll take like a protein, like a caramel protein and put a little bit in on top of the black coffee mm-hmm. just for the breakfast coffee. Okay. So I have a routine. I have a, bre- a cold coffee for breakfast. Then I go to work and drink like, I don't know, seven or eight cups of coffee. See,
2: I'm going,
1: on, I'm going online and I'm seeing feedback from your your coffee story. And here I'm thinking like, don't encourage them. Don't make them talk about coffee for another episode. I won't. But people like, they like They, like, they don't like that story. I talk
0: about coffee. They just like that particular story. But just as an end cap to that, so – I was so into the Red Rider that I wanted to try whatever, you know, another small town coffee because that was like who brought me into it. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of loyal. So I found out they were at the Lake County Welcome Center for like uh, like a a fair or something like that.
1: So Just to backtrack, you (laughs) found this coffee company.
0: No, they dropped off a sample of coffee to my work.
1: You found it because they dropped it off at your work. Yes. You are so enamored by it that coffee has now become your hobby. Yes. Coffee has now become what you do for fun. It's replaced meals. And you're searching places that they are going to be advertising and or vending so you can, uh, well, part- I, so you I can added, participate in their in I, their coffee.
0: I added them on Instagram and I saw right away, <laughs> hey, they're going to be at, this, at the Welcome Center for a market. So me and my son ran up there and I'm like, I'm going to get a bag of coffee because they don't have a brick and mortar storefront. So, in order to get their coffee, you have to either go to Grind House. You can go to Windmill Brewing in Dyer. Yeah. Um, but you can't go to them. But when they're at these markets or whatever, they have them there.
1: But what I'm saying is, like, if I do this to Cheryl Scott, it's like oh, I'll get a protective order. Well, hold you on. Do this to a coffee because place because you're and doing people it just think because you're uh,
0: doing it for the for the female. I was doing it for a coffee. We're both,
1: we're both doing it to get excited. Is well, the... let me
0: just let me finish this because this this, this is. So I go there. And I'm wearing my Hey My Man hooded sweatshirt, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're gonna see my sweatshirt and be like, "That's the guy that's been talking yeah. about the coffee on the podcast." Did you? He's been doing a lot of social media about did it. Did you hope you'd get free coffee out of wearing this? Sweatshirt? No, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. No, or, no. I didn't want like, f- hey. I didn't want the free coffee. What I wanted was the that's. That's the celebrity from the podcast. I
1: don't know if I believe you that you didn't want to get some I, free coffee. Like, I, hey, look, like, I, hey, I talked about you on my podcast. I'll
0: explain. So not only did I buy a bag of coffee from them, uh-huh. but then I asked, <laughs> I bought a cup of, because you get one free cup of coffee in the bag. And then I bought my son a cup of coffee as well. One free cup bucks. in the bag. What you get mean? one free cup of coffee. If you buy a bag, you get a free cup of coffee right there, too, to drink as you're like, going around the market. Okay. But I bought my, my son a cup of coffee. This was
1: at the Indiana Welcome Center? Yeah. On Kennedy Avenue? Yes. Okay. So
0: I see the woman, Annette, who I talked to on the phone. Right. And I, I know who she is because I've seen her on the Instagram. So I'm like, there she is. And she sees me, and she doesn't recognize me. and doesn't put two and two together. And I'm like, hey, Red Rider, right? And she's like, oh, Hey. <laughs> Dude, this is where it gets, this is where it goes off the rails. So now I'm with my son and I tell her, I say, Hey, I got to send, I got to send my buddy a picture of, I got to get a picture with you. Yeah. Like it's me from the podcast. So it's going to be awesome for you. Yeah, And it's you. Now there's two girls behind the counter, women, (laughs) ladies. And so I focus on her and I'm talking to her and she keeps deferring. If I have any questions to the other young lady. Okay. So
1: she's not receptive to your... She enthusiasm. is, but she's like
0: also trying to in, be inclusive of the other person. Okay. Elizabeth. All right. So she's like, hey, you know, she's like answering a question and then going like, what do you think? So I, because I'm ignorant and I'm already like focused in on Annette because I'm like, hey, this is the person I communicated with on the phone. I told the story about how I called her. I need to get a picture with you. I completely left the other lady out, Elizabeth, who is the... A co-owner who i'll find this out later uh, I see. so i'm like hey can i get a picture and I, I walk behind the table and i said i'm gonna touch you now and I, just like that and i put my arm around her
1: i, f- I feel like i again go back to the show this is comparison. where you're yeah, right
0: and i said um i just want to make sure it's okay with you and she's like yeah it's gonna be fine which made it even weirder was this
1: part of the me too movement and
0: i said i'm not gonna be mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be another statistic yeah so not me too okay and then there as, was a potted plant as close she was to you? taking the picture or my son was taking the picture, I said, I got up, I was pushing my chin out and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm pushing my chin out. And she's like, oh, oh yeah, I heard that you're supposed to do that. And I'm like, dude, oh, but- I don't want to hear my wife complain about the fact that here it is. I took a picture and I have a double chin, a triple chin, whatever it is. So my wife told me that I have to do the thing where I turn sideways and you know that you always talk. I about. thought I was the neurotic one on this show. Why? See what coffee's doing to you? Oh man! But anyway, I felt I felt awful about the fact that I didn't even pay any respect to the the co-owner, and I felt like, do I go? So we left, and I thought about it then, and I'm like, man, I should have probably been inclusive because you know the other co-owner stepped out of the way and was like, I don't want to get in your. Can we just make sure passionate. that we don't
1: miss any parts on you asked to touch her and then you stick I, yeah. in your chin out like that.
0: The part where I said, I'm, I didn't ask. I said, I'm going to touch you now. You explain. Which is the creepiest. Yeah. You explain. And she, no. said, that, she said, that's okay. No, you proclaimed. So, yeah. Well, I wanted it to be cool.
1: So you go up to a net from small town coffee. You say, I'm going to come around this table. I had already
0: come and... around the table. It was too late.
1: <laughs> okay. So you... my son
0: has already got the camera going ready. So she really didn't have too much yeah. of a, I just said, I'm taking a picture.
1: This is like that crummy movie with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes, where he's like a big time fan of the ball player. The fan. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is like yeah. that, except for with coffee uh, and no Wesley Snipes. Well,
0: I afterwards that, afterwards I expecting. went in the parking lot and made it worse by sending her a private DM like, "Hey, Dude, cool to meet you. What is going? On? I don't know. But, <laughs> but she didn't reply for about three weeks, and then she said, "Hey, sorry, I've been. We were busy. We went up to Seattle. We had this. But thanks for all the, and that. And I thought every day that the, you know, and it, I it wasn't about her anything it was it wasn't anything like that but it was sort of like man i feel even more of a creep because now like i now for i've i've sent her a dm i slid into her dms uh-huh. completely plutonically but she's prob- she's not responding so she must be like this dude is Huge creep factor here, and he said, "I'm about, to, I'm going to touch you now." He came around
1: the table. He said, "I'm going to touch you." Yes, uh, his I, son was already prepared, which they must have had a talk prior right. to this, like, "Hey, when I get there, I'm going to start." Which
0: we didn't. And normally, I would have thought he would have fumbled the whole thing, but he didn't. He you, to- right. you
1: told your boy, "He said, listen, if I see a net there, I'm going over the table."
0: I'm no, gonna, I saw her. Start touching. I saw her from across the room, and I was like, "There she is!" And I like, I like push people out of the way. And I, like I said, she saw me, and she was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Oh, hey, the I'm the Red Rider guy." And she's like, "Oh!" So I don't really even know until I guess halfway through the conversation, she probably put two and two together.
1: Now, who's the Chicago? What's the Chicago band that um, you party with at a hotel one time? Naked Raygun. Naked Raygun. When you met Naked Raygun and you got to party in their hotel room uh, mm. years and years ago. Would you say that, like, your enthusiasm was similar uh, to that of the small-town coffee people?
0: Oh, no. It was way more for small-town coffee. That's what I mean, mean. The like... reason being is because I already knew the drummer from Naked Raygun from – I hung out with him previous – several okay. times before. But I'm so when if... I went there, it was like I, I sort of sidled up to him, and then I just, like, watched everyone else from afar and yeah. didn't really do any – But I was already comfortable with him. So that that wasn't –
1: Right so what I'm saying is like one of your favorite punk bands like you meet them uh you get to party Dude, with there them there was every you, chicago punk band in this hotel room and you don't fanboy out <laughs> but when write. it comes to coffee you immediately start jumping over folding tables and, and groping Nate uh, touching uh,
0: it was it was odd this is <laughs> not something i normally do and i'm not, you know i'm one of these guys that Everybody on my Snapchat, every every friend of mine that I work with or, you know, friends outside of work, constantly are sending... Every guy sends these Snapchats of, like, them holding, like, a, a different kind of beer every night. Or a different, you know, hey, I got a six-pack of this. And it's, like, some weird name. And I'm yeah. always like, what a douchebag. Who cares? Just right. find the beer you like. I'm like that. I know what whiskey I like. I know the cigars I like. I don't really stray. Mm-hmm. So for me to... And I don't really get excited about it. But this coffee and i'm not and again this
1: is all about something you didn't even drink a month ago
0: that's what i'm talking about you didn't even do it dude this is probably within the last 10 years the most the 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 biggest find in my life
1: i just like to see you go off the rails i got a french press
0: dude yeah i didn't even know what a french press was
1: you know what man i've been that and the iron skillet are two things that i keep saying like it's so weird. Like I'll see them in the store, and i will be like, "Today's the day. Do it. Do it. You should do that today." And I'm like, and "I'll pick up the iron skillet." And I'm like, "No, oh, it's eighteen dollars. Too rich for my blood. And I won't do it." Uh, but it's been years when like, but then you go out to eat and spend fifty bucks, or what? You know what I mean? Right. But I won't do the French press, and I won't do the skillet. Is the French press worth it? Is it, is it delicious? How does that work? Is it, okay. Uh, so
0: here's the thing, and th- this is, I- I'm loyal to small town. That's my. That's my. That's my jam. All right. Yeah, but, that's been established. But because they were out of town and they, there was not the availability to get small town. Mm-mm. And that's not going to be I, about the I got, I got some other, some, basically I started a a high-end coffee clutch at work. So I, I was brewing up that, right? And then somebody else came in when I couldn't get more of it. They're like, well, I got this. I went to the store and I bought this and they got a... Black Rifle Company or Black Black Rifle Coffee uh, I've Company. Seen,
1: I've seen advertisements for that.
0: And then uh, somebody went to Grind House and they got a bag of, of dark matter. It's called a uh, uh, coffee noir.
1: Okay. So do you say coffee clutch?
0: Yeah, what coffee clutch. Like a little coffee like a club? club. Yeah. And so basically, instead like of peop- club, but instead coffee. of people pitching in, because we, you know, they we have a twelve uh, a twelve cup drip pot all the time going of like Folgers garbage. Yeah. But now, I have a, I have all these people sold on on small town for one thing, is big time. Is
1: everybody doing black coffee?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, n- listen, that's the only way I allow it now. I'm like, you ain't gonna drink this, and and I even went as far as we got a heat gun. There's
1: nobody that doesn't care how you we got a it.
0: heat gun, and I wanted to measure because I don't like hot, steaming hot coffee. I like it a certain temperature, like when it gets just above room temperature, and you can oh taste gosh. all the flavors.
1: This is why the terrace. So, this.
0: I actually got a heat gun, and I found out that 112 degrees is my optimum coffee temperature. Where do
1: you get a heat gun?
0: Well, you can get it at the hardware store. It's just like a little, like a laser, like a laser level almost, it but it measures heat hours. for like meat or whatever. You could use it for whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and uh, one of the guys I work with, his optimum temperature was like 129. So I know, like, I will, I won't even, I'll, I'll pour a coffee, and I only drink it out of the styrofoam cup right now. That's what I'm liking it in because it's it's able to get cooler quicker. I feel
1: like you're finding a way to um like demasculate one of the more masculine things.
0: I agree, but <laughs> my wife said that I was a coffee hipster. That's for sure. And man. and and I I said usually I would I would rail against that. But I found something I truly love. So, you yeah. know, I'm yeah. not going to shy away from it.
1: I think you should embrace it.
0: This weekend I on Saturday morning, dude, full track suit Nice cup of coffee, followed by five more nice cups of coffee. I made up some cold brew. Good times. I'm yeah, keeping, I'm keeping my. I'm staying in my Weight Watchers points.
1: I do have more questions about coffee, but I don't. I don't want to make the whole thing about. But I have to, after we record, um, like I personal make, coffee well, questions. How you do this cold brew? And, okay, you know,
0: well, I can't. Get, I don't want to give you my full recipe. But I'll leave something out, but I'll give you the, the the nuts and bolts.
1: Yeah, I won't do it with small town. I'll leave that. <laughs> I'll leave that to you and yourself. Um, yeah, well, it's a new era. You didn't used to drink coffee. Um, I didn't, I didn't used to have lice in my house. You have lice? I don't have lice, but. Is it from the cat? No, uh, I still haven't found the cat. I still haven't found the cat. Dude, I even checked, um, I started like looking inside box springs, like cutting open box springs, thinking maybe they got inside there. It's, it's gone, dude. It's just, I don't know. Like, how long does it take to for a cat to smell? You would think like within a few days, right?
0: Well, let me ask you, do you look at the litter box to make sure more poop isn't showing up just to make sure that the thing's not? Because here, what if it's, it's mortally wounded and it's like crawled out? Like I've had this happen where animal will crawl off to die in peace, but hasn't died yet. So it, it, you know, it may be somewhere dying and not dead, but doesn't want to, you know, or is it too sick to even? It would have starved to death by now. I mean, I think, I don't know.
1: Well, how long did Jesus fast? Well, think about this. This cat could probably go longer than him.
0: On well, that stupid show, Naked and Afraid, I think they say people can go like twenty days without eating. Yeah, that's cat, people. Cat can? Go I, I don't know. 40. It could eat its fur.
1: Yeah, so, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't found it. Well, good luck it. to you. Anyway. But uh, the other day, I'm 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 it's all you need is I'm a working. Cat I'm ones. working midnight. I come home. I sleep a couple hours. My wife comes rushing in the room with the light on, or you know, turns the light on, and I'm like, what? I'm like freaking out. Like, what's going on? I'm like, hop out of bed. I look look at my daughter. She's wearing a bag, a clear bag on her head. She's got a hood, and I see, like, oil. Like, her head's all greasy and oily. And she's like, get out of bed. We got lice. And I was like, what? Like, okay. Nightmare. Yeah, absolute nightmare. First of all, never in my life have I had a lice scare. Never had a pink eye scare. My kids are like um, the Trojan horse for every bad biological disaster that can happen. They just, they, they, they come in. Uh, with their cuteness, and they sort of look like you, and they make you laugh, and they do funny stuff, that's all just to get through the gates. Once they're in the gates, they're like, here's some pink eye, uh, somebody farted on your pillow, here's uh, here, here's some lice, uh, all these gross things, like, uh, uh you know... I I I pee in the toilet, but I don't ever get anywhere near the toilet.
0: You know, I mean, this is bellaboos. This is the kind. This is because you take your kids out of the house. My kids stay in the house; they don't get sick. <laughs> That's true. Well, <laughs> anyway, guys, go on.
1: Yeah, hopefully, uh, my daughter little...
0: can't ride her bike in the house, so she's gonna have to go out at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, that. So I'm like, what does that mean? I'm freaking out. Apparently, apparently, um, gosh, what is what is today? Apparently, a couple days prior, my daughter goes to preschool three days a week, and and apparently. They sent a note home in her bag, and my wife didn't check her bag. Like, didn't you're supposed to pull out and see what project they made and yet any newsletters? Well,
0: any good parent would
1: do that, right? Right. So she pulls this out, and it says, "Oh, we th- and pulls this out and says, I think somebody in the cl- I don't know what it says. I didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody may or may I not think have maybe lice. maybe somebody may or may not have lice. At least uh, there's some bugs, or they had
0: a sesame seed bun. We haven't decided. In someone's
1: head, there's. There's things crawling about it. It said they think somebody in school had lice. Go get checked before you come back. So, my I'd wife... be like, go
0: get checked before you come home. I'd rather you go to school with lice than bring it in my house. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, here's the thing. Like, what happened to the old days where they had the popsicle stick? Like, the nurse would line people up. Uh,. Maybe, well, I don't know, you grew up in Hesville maybe they just assumed everybody yeah, no, had lice. Yeah, no, I
1: went to Caldwell Elementary, and I remember getting lined up and having them go through my... And I remember always being like, I don't have lice, and I would check, and I never did, and I was fine, never an issue. Well, apparently, if you send your kid to a fancy preschool, uh, I thought you, you pay more... You know, I always thought, like, paying a higher price to get your kid, in, like... I guess all all pre- preschools are private school. Yeah, right. But yeah. but yeah, but, but but I'm paying for her to go in this n- like a bougie one. It well, it's, not bougie. it's in a nicer area than I live. I'm sending her to a nice one. Uh, I'm not even the, the 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 rewards. I'm getting lice, pink eye, all these awful things. So uh, apparently, my my daughter goes and gets checked, and she does have lice. And this is, I'm freaking out. Bugs, gross. Who knows? Is that in Is it like fleas? Does it infect your whole house? Uh, I think so. Had I Googled it? I still haven't because that's not how I get down. Uh, so my wife took her to some place in Crown Point. They basically bombed her head, put a bunch of stuff on it, put a bag on her head. And she's like, you and Dexter, my son, she's like, you guys got to go out to, get, uh, to Crown Point and get checked and see if you have it.
0: There's not a closer place. Can you put mayonnaise on your head?
1: Dude, there's a place in Crown Point that that's all they do. Can you believe that? Yeah. I can't believe that.
0: Well, here's the thing. Your daughter has super long hair, thick long hair. And yeah. You would hate for her to... Of course, they got to make a business on moms that don't want to shave their daughter's heads. Yeah. Right?
1: But, but it just seems like so niche. Like, can you stay in business just doing lice? Like, do so many people get lice? You, that,
0: I, I bet you they do other things, I'm hoping. No. Dude,
1: it's called a lice clinic. Okay. I mean, maybe right. look, maybe they dabble into flea bombs as well. Like, I don't know if they're like... Uh, we do lice, but uh, if you happen to get... What is that like when you get like really dry skin?
0: Psoriasis? Yeah,
1: like if you get psoriasis, maybe...
0: What? So did you get maybe one we'll, of these? Did you get a we'll, bag on
1: your head? Maybe we'll <laughs> throw a mayonnaise on you <laughs> also for an extra $10. I'll throw some Hellman's mm. against the wall, and you stand there and let it drip down onto you. So my son and I go all the way out to Crown Point. Um, we get checked. We don't have lice. Good. Great. I'm glad. But they still have to do this oil treatment to make sure that you can't get it. So dude, they, it was like, I worked at KFC for like I don't know six months to a year when I was a teenager. It was like like they dumped that oil. They just put this oil all over my hair. And the woman didn't wear gloves. No. Which I thought was like, dude, if you just like cut hair, i was like wear gloves like all the time if you're touching people. Which I didn't mind for me. I don't care. But for you, it seemed weird. Like. Would you would you want to like oil up people's heads that may or may not have lice? Like maybe you missed some. Now you're just grabbing yeah. them. So, anyways, they oil up both of our heads. Put these bags on there. Well, she's like, here, you, I can give you this, and you can go home and do it, or I can just do it now and knock it out. And I was like, well, I live like 30 minutes from Crown Point, so just do it now. We'll drive home. We'll get home. We'll wash out. So so we had to do that. It was it was awful. It was terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Um, but. So my wife took all the blankets, all the pillows, everything. She took it like to
0: replace them all by like one thousand thread count. Uh, she's like, "Well, it's the perfect time. I uh... yeah, we might as well get this Egyptian cotton." <laughs> right.
1: So yeah, that was pretty crazy, dude. That sucked bad. We had to um, get all oiled up, and then like so for like the next three days, everybody in my house, house looked like um like like high school swimmers. <laughs> we all had like this bright shine. You, know, you mm-hmm. put oil in your hair. Even if you rinse it out, it still looks like somebody dumped olive oil yeah. on your head. So we're walking out looking like, at Italian accents. We're like, hey, I'm so cool. <laughs> like, I should have kept it. It'd be perfect for the tracksuit party. Maybe I'll put that oil back in my go. hair, and I'll just show up, and I'll be like, yes, hey, I'll be like, Sebastian Maniscalco. There,
0: yeah, well, there's enough people here, enough of the uh, my wife's friends are nurses, that I'll probably see that in your hair and immediately have to leave thinking that you have lights
1: or something. Well, oh, I'm sure I'll offend them long before they check my scalp. <laughs> So that'll be fine.
0: Uh, so, but don't we, worry we about did... it. I'm not
1: going to give it to you. I don't have it.
0: I've already, my hair was already itching during the entire story. Dude,
1: but... now every time my scalp, it's just like, it oh, go, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we didn't get to talk about it. I was sort of bummed because I, I had it on the, on the list. And then, like I said, a couple of weeks went by, but you had one. I had one. The daddy daughter dance. I got to say. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say a vasectomy. I,
0: I don't know why. So, and let me ask you. You said that yours was sort of like a bargain basement last year. I don't know. Was yours better this I year? I did not
1: say that. I think you just sort of got snooty. No, said no. Well, was I was better. telling
0: how mine was, and you're like, WARS was just kind of like yeah. an EJ. That was it. No, learned, it's like, too much.
1: It's not as highfalutin. Um, although, I guess, like... My daughter saw a bunch of girls that had like what do you call like like a, like a boot, corsage, mm-hmm. boutonniere corsage, and she was like, "Where's my flower?" And I was like, I
0: don't "This know year, that, dude, yeah." Okay.
1: She was sick, right? And so I didn't even know if she was going to be good enough to go. Turns out, last day, she was like, "Yeah, I still want to go." I didn't get a flower, none of that. Like we just look, she had a dress. She went. My wife, dude, my wife just like throw something on her and go. Um, Isn't that what she did last year? Yeah, didn't but you? but the thing is, like, as long as they feel pretty and go have fun. Oh, dude, all that other shit is for the adults.
0: You're man. wrong on so many levels. And Negative. I'll tell you why. Because little girls are different than a grown 37-year-old man. I mm. understand what you're saying.
1: In a couple ways. But the
0: fact is, is like, for example, we went with two, three, uh, four, my daughter and four of her friends. And every year in the past, I have gotten her a corsage, um, and a uh, wrist corsage, and then I wore the uh, a corsage on my suit. That matched hers. You wore a boutonniere. Whatever, a boutonniere. And this year we didn't get one uh, just because we, I totally forgot about it. And I talked to the other dads. This was their first daddy-daughter dance, and they had asked me, hey, are we doing that? And I'm like, if you didn't, then don't worry about it because I didn't, and it's going to be a big deal if you did and I didn't. Hmm. So we all agreed, hey, we're just going to go without.
1: Now, you all met up there?
0: No, we, we, we went to you. dinner beforehand and then went. So we, we took the girls to dinner and then we went to the um, – because they're all my neighbors that live right here. Okay. So Dinner, um,
1: like a fancy dinner.
0: Chili's. Okay. So, uh, we went there and to the dance. And the one thing I wanted to ask you about yours is the DJ kept on like so he would play a bunch of you know dumb kid songs like uh, Shake It Up or not kid songs but Justin, songs that girls want to dance
1: trolls music.
0: Yes, but the one, every time there was a slow dance, he played maybe like four or five slow dances and every one of them was by a country artist and it was always about, there's one called like butterfly kisses. It's about your daughter growing up and never being young again and this is the last time and every time you like (laughs) grab your, grab your, girls grab your daddy for this one, you know, for this slow dance because, you know, every dance could be your last, I mean, it was the most, and I'm like, dude can't you just play a normal slow dance song? There was, And every one of them was by a country artist. There was one about, I can't remember the name of it, but it's about through the years. You see your daughter as a little girl. And before you know it, like she's off and married this other dude. And I'm like, what, why oh, does it like,
1: like she was mine. I loved her first. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, yeah, you, okay. So, heard, but, yeah. but
0: all the slow songs were specific to about losing your daughter. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a joyous occasion, and I don't understand why you can't – Why? what is the need to play songs about the fact that my daughter is not going to always love me?
1: Yeah. and the, the, <laughs> like, I, I don't get 100% it. 100% agree. Not only that is – they make it feel a little forced. When, like, there's the dads that don't go out there and dance with the kids for fast. So that's fine. Dance if you want to dance if you don't. If you don't. But, like, when they play those songs, it's it sort of forces you to get all, like, hyper-emotional. Right. Or, or that's what I'm saying. They're, or they're trying to get you to – but the thing is like those feelings are there anyway. Those feelings are natural feelings. So to be like, hey, uh hold your little daughter tight. You never right. know. Like it's like what are you doing? Yeah. I I totally agree with you. Yes. Yeah, and so, not only that, but it's they 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 make it more intense than it needs to be.
0: Without well, I mean for you. Because well, here's for, the thing, my everybody. daughter, my daughter's not listening to the lyrics. She's basically like, let's finish this slow dance that they're making me dance with you because the guy like, go get your dad and bring him onto the dance floor. Yeah. She wants to go dance with her friends. So like right. that part of it is just for her, it's sort of like, I know I, I, I have to do these because my friend left and she went and got her dad. And otherwise I'm going to be standing around like some kind of, you know, stiff. Yeah. So then, but then immediately as the song is winding down, it's all right. That was great. We're going to shake it up with a, and she's already gone. Yes. history and i'm back you know standing against the wall like that's uh, what a
1: lot of the other dads said is that it's like they find after you go for a couple of years and my brother was telling me that because he takes his daughters too and he's like dude you're just here to bring the daughter here they right. say it's a daddy-daughter dance but they find their friends and just take off
0: yeah and then you're talking about the new development you live in or the local politics or whatever the case may be and coffee. I talk about coffee. or we stood in line and waited uh, to get our pictures taken, and then our daughters, would we'd be like, check back after every song to see how far we moved up the line. Well, that's the other thing. is I go to the one in Highland, right,
1: they had two photo things set up, like two backdrops, two mm-hmm. cameras set up, but they were only using one. Now, when you get there, there's this long line that wraps around. And the dance was, what, two hours, three hours, maybe, something like that? Yeah,
0: ours was the same. I think it was this, two. Dude, it was this two.
1: line is like, it's easily going to take 40 minutes.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: So you do it at the beginning when your daughter's chomping at, champing, chomping at the bit to go dance, and you want to just say, no, we got to wait. Take this photo. So I said, okay, we're not going to get in this line. We'll just go party. And later on, when we look all sweaty and crazy, we'll just take – like last year, we'll take this like horrible picture of us sweaty and looking right. nuts. We'll do that again. It's fine because I don't want to ruin your time. We went toward – I don't know. Say it like ended at 8 or whatever 9. We went about 25 minutes till – And the line was still way back. And it was moving so slowly that eventually uh, a friend of mine was there with his daughter. We just walked up to the backdrop they weren't using.
0: Took your own with your cell phone.
1: Had her sit on the stool and took mine with a cell phone. He did it for us. And that was sufficient. I was like, that's it. I mean, they provided a photo thing sort of. But Mm. they had like one of those photo booths, like weddings. So I was like, we're going to take the silly photos and that's it. Like, we're not going to have a nice photo. We're just not going to have it. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, like you well, said, either, either it, you waste
1: half the dance in right. line, or or you have your nice photo. See,
0: what I don't understand why they don't do is when you come in, they go like, "Okay, stamp you, Ben. Your photo time is going to be eight twelve. Be ready at eight twelve to take your photo. Your photo time is eight thirteen. Your photo this? time is eight fourteen. So you don't have to wait in line. You just walk up at eight twelve, eight twelve. Like like but a so meeting. Everything
1: goes slowly. But how about this? Just give them the photographer have two or, or three. Yeah, I mean, well, have two or three just.
0: Again, it doesn't have to be a photographer. It could just be somebody from the parks department, you know, taking a picture with a right. digital camera and going, because you could look at the picture and go, because they set the lighting up the way it's supposed to be. And then take the picture and go, nope, I got to take another one. It's well, digital. You, go, you hey, could take 50 of them.
1: Just go, hey, this year your ticket's going to cost $10 more, but we got three photographers, so it won't be that hassle. And go, right, done. Right. Done. Done. Because I'm going to save, got Marty gonna save from the money
0: from the glamour shots at Westlake Mall.
1: Right. I'm going to save the money that I continuously don't buy flowers with, and I'll just pay for that other photographer. Right. Well, so, so, yeah. But I went, and it was a good time. But you're right about the hyper emotional thing. It is weird, it feels forced. I wonder if the DJs have daughters or if they know they're doing that. Like, I
0: mean, I would say for the last dance of the night, fine. But every slow dance is like I'm sitting there, like holding my daughter closer than you know than ever, and I'm like, this is <laughs> terrible. This song, I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, this is what's going to happen. There's going to be a time where there won't be a daddy daughter dance for me. My daughter will be too old. It won't be cool anymore. Um, yeah. and and that's it. It's over. And you're over. sitting
1: there crying in the dance floor. And that looks weird. Yeah, no, I didn't you're cry, bawling. but
0: you know, what are you gonna? On do? the inside, you're dying. Well, I will tell you this. There was a there was an instance where. There were some kids that my son, you know, was was friendly with their kids, and we didn't. Uh, they didn't make the the cutoff for the bar mitzvah, and I hadn't seen them since baseball season. So mm-hmm. they were there because they also have daughters. And right away, it was like, "Hey, uh, saw some pictures. Like, well, what happened? What happened with the bar mitzvah?" I was like, "Oh, oh my god! <laughs> like, what are you? What are you doing in this situation? Yeah. I'm, I'm here with my sad song. I can't There's believe. only so many goyim. Yeah. Well." Loud. I just uh, so you know there, there's uh, there's ample things to do when you're not on the dance floor. Most of it is stand around and try to avoid uh, uncomfortable co- uh, conversations. But well,
1: speaking of uh, avoiding uncomfortable conversation, uncomfortable conversations at the dance. Tell me if I'm a dick for doing this or not. My wife said I was. Um, there, there's a guy shocking. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I can't believe you lost my cat. Then you did this. But there was a guy that I saw there, and I saw him there last year. I used to work with this guy. I worked with him for I don't know two, three, four, something like that. With him for a few years. I'm not a big fan of him. I don't hate his guts, but I just, I just, it's, it's, it's past like, it's past like, oh, I don't care or I don't have feelings. It's past like, it's, it's past total apathy, and it's not to hatred. It's in, you know, in the middle somewhere.
0: Right. Strong dislike.
1: I. Yeah. I don't. Um I don't ever hold out hope for being friends with him. I don't want I don't want anything bad to happen to him, but I just I Right. still need him. I got nothing for you. Got nothing for you. Um and I don't want to for another year do the hey what's up man I like I said this is past normal. Like there's plenty of people that you're not a huge fan of, but you still right. be cordial. This is past that. I genuinely do not think he's a good person. Uh wh- whatever, right? So I see him this year we he sees me, I see him, we kind of are close, we lock eyes, and I make the conscious choice. the old Ben would have caved and felt but the new Ben is a little more assertive, and I looked and i and i and I went, nah, and I just <coughs> turned, we made contact there was the choice of like this is the point where we're supposed to at least a head nod, maybe shake a handshake hands. right I go I'm not even giving you a head nod. I just want to be done with this.
0: So did you do the thing I'm where your eyes let's... look, sort of look up over the crowd and look around like you were looking for somebody and you just walk away like you, like almost like we did make eye contact, but I'm going to make it look like I, maybe our eye contact was accidental while I perused the crowd.
1: I did 0 <laughs> like, bakery, I didn't put any, yeah. did nothing. I just owned it. I said, it wasn't like a, Hey, let's go meet in the parking lot and, and, and have it out. It was just like, a um, I'm just not gonna do this. I was like, I want to. Hey, take the hand and go. Hey, no. the old
0: flavor Flave. I can't do nothing for you, man.
1: Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just was like, I don't want to make a thing out of this. But, but I'm, I'm. You said,
0: did you, did you, did all that get transferred by your look? I think so. Okay,
1: I think so because I was like, I'm not gonna make a big deal out of this. But I'm also like, I'm willing to accept any fallout from me telling you. I just don't want to have any contact in any form. You know what I mean? I know it makes me sound like a dick, but I'm just just—I'm I'm being I mean, honest. So
0: you had to feel like at some point he was going to bump into you again and be like, hey, well, did you see me or?
1: No, because I... I don't think he really wants to shake hands with me. Okay,
0: either. so good. You did your both a favor. Now it's over, though. I think so. It'll never happen again. I think so. You broke a social contract. It's over.
1: Yeah, I think so. There's
0: no, you know, whatever, expectation at yeah, this point. Yeah,
1: and my brother still, of course, is always like, hey, what's up, man? Like chatting him up. And I'm like, thanks, dude. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to like right. sever ties, the the tiny, tiny string of social contact that's left. I'm trying to take scissors and just chop that, right? Because it's weird for me, it's weird for you. Let's well, not, right? We have nothing nice to say. We have nothing bad. Just, just.
0: Is it, and I, I don't want to get too specific to to be able to make it where someone knows who you're talking about. But I don't, is it sort I of. Did, one oh, of,
1: you got to understand. I don't care.
0: Is it one of those things where like you're just tired of his big fat mouth and he's annoying? Or was there a specific thing done to you? He,
1: no, he's just got so many things that bother me. And he's such like an extrovert in so many ways. He's he's a very look at me kind of person. Okay, yeah. That's and I, I'm gonna go listen. Uh, and I, from I know I'm a loud mouth and I'm a look at me person <laughs> a little bit too. But this is way, way more. This is like tons and tons of crazy tattoos, gauges, chains. I'm
0: picturing Jesse the Body Ventura, boa, you know the the roach clip earrings. Mm. The, not in real life, but like. Picture you,
1: the singer from Papa Roach instead.
0: Okay. Yeah. That guy's equally annoying. But
1: smaller and more awful. I, it's, I don't even. Like, I'm not here to, like, talk trash, but I just. I want it to be at a, not a negative and not a
0: positive. I right. want it to be at a zero. Right. Almost like, like you if, can go back in time and erase the point in which you met.
1: Yeah. Because I don't want any anger. I don't want it just like. Like that
0: men in black thing where you go, poof.
1: Yes. I want to look into that pen and be like, bro, we don't know each other. Right. right. Not. Let's hold on
0: to this together, and on the count of three, our relationship (laughs) is history.
1: Yeah, it's not a F you, and it's not a hey you. It's just a no you. Gotcha. That's what I wanted. And so I told my wife, I said, I made the decision. I told the same story. I said, I decided to go, nope. We looked, and we were supposed to say hi, and I decided, no thanks. And she's like... Dude, that's a dick move. You could have just like said hi and I go, Ah
0: You know what? Here's what I have to say I'm about that. It, my wife bro. is the same way whenever I tell her, like, oh, somebody asked me this or somebody said this, and I sort of gave them the brush, or she'll say that same kind of stuff. And my, my answer is this i s I've seen you be a complete bitch to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I have never stepped in and been like, hey, who's out of line? Because you know why? <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right. I don't care. I don't put any thought into it. You know, this is a buddy of mine who, uh, we haven't really socialized in a while, called me over and uh, he's like, hey, you want to smoke a cigar and have some whiskey? I'm like, absolutely. So I went over to his house, had a cigar, smoked whiskey. I mean, I smoked a cigar and had some whiskey. No, I know what you mean. And um, I came home and my wife says, oh, did you have a good time? I said, well, I smoked a cigar and had some whiskey. And in between, we had some conversation that was... uh conversation made by two people who had nothing to talk about except for smoking cigars and whiskey. So it's not that, I mean, we're, we're friendly, we're friends, whatever, but it's just like, you know, we were just having a a conversation about nothing. What do
1: you do when you get nothing out of it?
0: But, but it wasn't about nothing out of it. We just didn't have, we almost have a relationship where I think I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a little bit too much older. I'm, or I'm a little bit, too old to the point like our age gap is a little bit too big okay and he's into a lot of shit i'm not into yeah and so we we have a, a, a work friendship you can only talk about migos so yeah, i mean times. we both have kids we both have houses so it's we have that but but the whole point is this i got home and now he just ha- he his wife just had a baby and my wife says so how's the baby doing is everything going good Did you get a chance to see the baby no i didn't i think i said i think i caught A glimpse of the baby while I was like pouring whiskey into a glass. You got to see the baby. Did you, so what's he saying is the baby, you know, is it keeping him up all night? Never asked him. So what was the baby's weight when the, I don't care. And she's like, well, I mean, you didn't ask him or you don't care. Let me be very specific. I don't care. (laughs) Not that I don't care about him or his wife or his child. I don't care to talk about it. I would never tell anybody about you know any of that stuff with me. That's and I said I try to tell her that's how guys are, and she's like that's not true. She goes because I've I've clearly heard guys, and I go it's all bullshit though.
1: Well, but then what do you do? Like you go oh that's a heavy baby. For like, example, wow, that's uh, that's different than a light baby because it's heavier if, than a light. If, if, baby. if my wife
0: saw that you and your family went on vacation on Facebook mm. or social media, the next time I saw you, like tomorrow morning, for example, she'll say so. You ask Ben about the vacation. Did they like it? Was it a nice place? What they pay? Is it, you know, somewhere where maybe we would go? I'd go. I never asked him. (laughs) Well, what do you mean you didn't ask him? You didn't know he went on vacation? Yeah, unless he had to offer me something about it, I don't care. When I go on vacation
1: and my son shits his pants on a water slide, I'll tell you that part.
0: But but this is no like on on, even on social media where people go like, I really don't like Facebook. The only reason I have it is to like take pictures of my kids or you know to send them across or. I don't care about pictures of people's kids. I don't care about stories about people's kids. Now here's the thing, I will put stuff about my kid on there and I a hundred percent at the time I'm like, Wow, people will probably think this is pretty cool. I know yeah, I, but, yeah. but they don't. Right. But the fact of the matter is I care, I'm almost like a, a big like a nihilist, I think. I care about nothing. I don't yeah, care. We believe in nothing. And it, it's, it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But if you were like, hey, here's an interesting anecdote about my kid, I'd be like, okay, let's hear what you got. Well, it better be, it better wow me.
1: But that is something that you can kind of participate in. Who? You or anybody. In
0: a quid pro quo like, situation. When, if when I have a it, dumb and, story to tell you about my kid, I guess in return I get to hear a dumb when one about an your
1: anecdote kid. And you can do a tit for tat or you can have a conversation right, about right, it right. that's different than just hearing facts and then having those facts. And not wanting to keep those facts on your mental hard drive.
0: Well, like, for example, uh, my buddy, a different guy, you know, had a, a baby recently and and uh, their first. And I was telling her, I go, you know, the one thing I asked was, do you wake up at night and kick your wife and then pretend to go back asleep when the baby's crying? No. And he's like, yeah. And I go, here's the thing. That's an instinctual thing that my dad didn't teach me. Nobody else taught me. As men and women, we do this shit to each other. Like, I guarantee you, my wife would hear the baby crying, didn't want to deal with it, would do a thing where she stretched while she was sleeping and slapped me across the face and then pretended she was sleeping because she thought I'd wake up and hear the baby crying and get up. In reality, all I did was also return the favor by rolling over and kicking her. And then we both get in a huge argument about whose turn it was to get up and deal with the baby. That stuff Absolutely, everybody that's ever had a kid understands and and can get with.
1: And then in the morning you argue about who got less sleep.
0: Right, and it's a competition mm-hmm. always.
1: Oh, dude, I slept like five seconds last night.
0: Yeah, and no matter what, like, the first like person out of the seconds. gate is getting is is getting taken over because if you go, "Oh my god, I'm so tired last night. The baby kept me up." You know, I, I was just thinking about this, and I like, three you, hours. You're lucky. A... I had two. I, you know, yeah. you didn't even realize I got up two different times in the middle of the night. And I, here's the thing. I'm such a light sleeper. I always knew when my wife got up, and I, even though I pretended to sleep, uh-huh. and she would come out with like, "I got up five times last night." No, you didn't. You got up twice. You got up, and I marked the time. You got up at two thirty, and then you got up at this time. We'd
1: well, be like, "I did too. I just didn't get up and do anything about it. I still woke up." Well, I never much. told her that, but I'm saying right, like she right,
0: would always right. try to exaggerate her number. She'd yeah. make her number bigger. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's what, you know, men do it with, with sex and women do it with the amount of work they do. Uh-huh. The, the and, the, the everyone,
1: and everyone does it with weight loss numbers. Right. Dude, I've been like, I've been eating healthier. I lost like, like 1800 pounds, like since Thursday. Bro. I, you know what I did? I just started drinking more water and it's like 1900 two, almost 2000 pounds is just gone. I hate, I, I hate <laughs> weight loss stories. Like I... Maybe because it's harder for me to lose weight or something, but like I just think everyone's a lying.
0: Well, you got to understand when you're fat, it's easy to lose weight in the beginning. So it's really like mm. it helps you to stay motivated because you're like, dude, it's just falling off. oh, we so I was fat. So if bad. you ever dealt with a fat person who told you that you you've never been fat, so you don't yeah. understand. It does. It's like, man, I've really lost all this weight, but really. That shit's gonna come to an end real quick. You're gonna get a huge spike in the beginning, so You're get a wall. Then, yeah, absolutely. Because then, then you have to extra, then you have to add the exercise portion. And but that's does when that you go, wall
1: come in like when you're just a little bit overweight? Then, because like I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm nev-
0: like, I, I I've never been like hugely overweight, but I'm right. saying I'm enough overweight to where if I go on a diet for two weeks and I restrict like and I don't drink pop and I and I don't drink alcohol and and I and I restrict my diet calorie wise, definitely. Huge loss, like probably 10 pounds in a week. See, I feel like I take, half, drastic weeks, cuts.
1: I take drastic cuts and I'll lose like two pounds from drastic cuts. But maybe it's because I just I seem to get fatter. That way I can do it again. I mean, I
0: think if I stop drinking like regular pop, if you drink regular pop, you can you can easily lose 10 pounds in I haven't two drank weeks. regular pop in probably I'm great. just saying, like there's there, yeah, uh, yeah. depending on your horrible physical status at the time you start a diet. Oh, I wish I was fat so bad. But, but real quick, I wanted to bring this up to you when we, we talked about seeing this guy and giving him the brush you ever have like a guy introduce you to obviously you have you've had people introduce you to other people ninety nine percent of the time what happens is is your friend starts talking to another person he knows and then you edge your way into the conversation like nobody does like a formal introduction unless they're unless the other guy turns and looks and then you go you go oh hey this is so and so but most mm-hmm. of the time it's like Fend for yourself, right? So you walk up with your buddy. He starts a conversation with another guy, and you have you start putting your two cents in, and then eventually you're like, "Hey, you know, you say your own name, or it doesn't." Unless it's a female, they really care. True, yeah, true, because they'll dude, stop to go, "Wait, wh- what's your name? Why didn't you introduce me?" Dudes never say, no, why didn't you introduce no, me?" No, I did introduce you because this is about me. I don't. You got you fend for yourself.
1: I'd come home and there'd be another dude in my bed, and I wouldn't be like, "Why didn't you introduce me?"
0: But this. Is I was watching Rambo the other day. So we, people were talking about Rambo. First Blood? Yeah. Yes. And I started, the scene where Troutman comes into the camp the first time and he's talking to Teasel, okay, they have like a whole thing set up and he pops in there and he's like, you know, this is who I am. I'm basically, uh, I'm Colonel Troutman. I'm the guy that brought you Rambo.
1: You're going to need a bigger supply. And, and, and of
0: I, I thought to myself, how amazing would it be? I mean, I this is from not getting introduced at all to your first introduction to like, maybe you don't understand. I'm not here to protect Rambo from you. I'm here to protect you from Rambo. Right. Then he goes down the line. Hey, this guy eats shit that make a billy goat puke. This guy did this. He did that. So I thought about in the future, you know, if I ever decide to step out of the house, maybe giving, if it's you, a note card to study prior to us going out and <laughs> having some key points to hit. Hey, you know, Dave, not that you know you know Dave this guy this guy makes a mean uh uh iced coffee yeah uh, but some other cool stuff too do not mean
1: to be like your barker. He
0: once smoked 4 cigars in a single day. He you know w- w- whatever it could be. He's got yeah. a lot of tattoos. You can't see him right now. He regrets having them. But back when he was 30, he basically got completely tattooed in a matter of like 6 months.
1: What's the um what's the what I'm trying to think of the scenario where that's more the most commonly done. Like um we're like maybe kind of like MMA fights or professional fights. They'll go like, come they announce you right. at this and that and 181 pounds right. uh, with a record of blah 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 blah." This is
0: sort of like a play on you know when somebody goes, "Hey, I'd love to come into background music. I'd love to have entrance music. Fuck mm-hmm. the entrance music. If you get somebody singing your praises, and I'm or you know before you come in, like, hey Ben, I'm gonna run to the bathroom." And this was also you, you. when watching The Wire, whenever McNulty and Bunk go out to the bar, they have like the number one, the number two. Yes. There's a scene where Bunk goes and he's supposed to be super drunk and he's hitting on a girl. And then McNulty comes in and he acts like the Captain save He tells the other dude, hey, beat feet. Yeah. And then he's like. Was that guy
2: bothering yeah. you? Yeah.
0: And they have this pre-planned. But I'm almost saying the same thing is like. You know, I'm going to go to and not even with chicks when you're going to introduce me to another dude that I need to I need to show the hierarchy right away. I'm going to be like, hey, I need you to come in. I need to be the big fish here. I'm going to run to the bathroom. You're going to let the guy see a glimpse of me. We're going to approach guys going to see a glimpse of me. Hey, this is my boy. This is my boy, Dave. And I'm going to go, hey, you know what? Put a pin in that. I'll be right back. I run to the bathroom. You hit the high points.
1: I work you up.
0: Not in front of me though, because that's real weird.
1: That was my next question: Is yeah. does it matter if it happens Definitely, in front? Definitely,
0: one hundred percent. I mean, because it's awkward. Normally, if you did that in front of me, I'd have to be like, "Hey, uh, you know, don't you know, you don't need to." Now, there may be a time and place for that, where you start saying these accolades, and I let you get one or two off the the good ones, uh-huh. and then I tell you, "Hey, dude, it's not necessarily. You don't need to call me doctor. Just call me Dave. One of those things. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? I do. So I'm feeling like you know, we've definitely this is like a Dave-ovation, where we you've almost had you know we talked about these cards when you have nothing to talk about conversation cards.
1: You're talking about the hey my flash cards.
0: Yeah, but this takes it to the next level, which hey my introduction. So basically in any given situation we would have the one, the two, the one maybe, you know, is the one where you start introducing for me and I tell you hey hey.
1: For newer listeners, the hey my flash cards were
0: for when you have a, a, a you're meeting new people or there's a lull in a conversation you would just pop one of these out and it would be like table talk it would give you something to talk conversation about conversation starters from weird questions to trivia based stuff whatever it could be hey my intro cards now that like i said you would either work it into where i was standing there and it's a say a woman it would be different you it would be a whole different thing like there would be a softer side intro hey you know this guy once saved three puppies from a you know yeah, from a mass wreckage. You yeah, know. this guy was in the towers when uh, during nine eleven. He
1: actually wrote a story that was almost the exact same as the notebook. Only like there was like they changed like one or two little tiny plot lines. It
0: was in Portuguese and it wouldn't they wouldn't publish.
1: Yeah, like they were not a Ferris wheel. It was actually like a merry go round. Is the only difference.
0: I mean, you don't think this is a great idea? I
1: think it's. I'm trying to think of what other category. I mean, you, just, you would have one for introducing. No, you'd have two for females. You'd have one for introducing you to a female. That if you're a single guy, maybe you'd want to get talked up, you know, uh, again, like the saving cats from burning right. buildings. Another one for introducing uh, two females that were like, say, your wife's friends, like non, uh, well, non-attainable non females. What about
0: the traditional way is when you get married, you go to your prospective wife's father and you tell him, hey, I want to take your daughter's hand in marriage. But nowadays, I don't think too many people do that. So- there might be a time where you it's it's the rehearsal dinner it's the first time meeting your in-laws well your best man could hit the father-in-law up with here's some high points okay. you know what i mean
1: so we'd have two different female ones in- right. law, in-law An in-law ones. card
0: maybe a, a law enforcement one if you ever were to deal with law enforcement about your buddy you know how much he loves law enforcement how much you know he buys Law enforcement t shirts, law enforcement coffee, whatever the what case if, may what be. what if
1: there's a situation where there's drinking in public, the cops show up and they're like, hey, who's the troublemaker, or whatever? Obviously, you're the troublemaker this time because you've had way too many. Your buddy steps in and goes, listen, I know he's acting like a jackass today, but he actually has done a lot of FOP volunteering. <laughs> right, right. So phone yeah, calls law enforcement on behalf be of the
0: state FOP. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, just, there's just so many options, but I feel like. I just was so jealous when I heard Troutman talking about and this is my sickness about you know Alf being the most alpha person there is. This
1: could only exist in a world where there's an ego like I would this is an idea this is an idea I couldn't come up with. <laughs> well, in a million years. It, I, I,
0: I, and I'm going to put this in the podcast. I <laughs> would so. have one guy with the next car that goes, "Who cares?" I, well, <laughs> well, check this intro out.
2: Come to get my boy your boy. I recruited him. I trained him. I commanded him in Vietnam for three years. I'd say that makes him mine. I wonder why the Pentagon would send a full-bird colonel down here to handle this. The Army thought I might be able to help. (laughs) Well, I don't know in what way. Rambo's a civilian now. He's my problem. I don't think you understand. I didn't come here to rescue Rambo from you. I came here to rescue you from him. Well, we all appreciate your concern, Colonel. And we'll try to be extra careful. I'm just amazed that he allowed any of your posse to live. Is that right? Strictly speaking, he slipped up. You're lucky to be breathing. That's just great. Colonel, you came out here to find out why one of your machines blew a gasket. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best. With guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. Ignore weather. To live off the land. To eat things and to make a billy goat puke. In Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy personnel. To kill. Period. Win by attrition. Well, Rambo was the best.
0: Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. If somebody introduced you like that, you would expect A, 99% of the general population would would fear you beyond, you know, any... Any measure.
1: It would set the dinner table, and guess where you're sitting?
0: Right. And But, but I'm saying, so then you also recognize the the guy who's going to be in contention for the number one alpha spot, for the guy that goes, yeah, I heard he eats stuff that makes a billy goat puke. Still means nothing to me. I will crush him. Huh. And then you decide to either leave the party, or you figure out-
1: No, that guy's got to be eliminated.
0: Or, like I said, I was, that's what I was going to say, you, you you figure out a way to, to go out in the parking lot and-, and, and blow his car That's at or. the
1: very least a potential threat right at the very least
0: and and i i think that identifying that you there could only be one mm-hmm. so your buddy this is this is the craziest thing ever i just developed a way for your buddy to wing man for you for dudes yeah <laughs>
1: so a, a dude wing man
0: to me it's way more important it's way more important to have the respect of the dudes because here's what's if you the girls can smell this stuff if every dude at the table respects you, fears you, nay, wants to be you,
1: yeah, oh, then then everyone else will fall in line without a doubt. After that, it's, it's gravy. Exactly. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, I still, I still would like. To I feel fresh. like
0: if you come in with the full tracksuit, you're already ahead of the game anyway. But this, this takes it to the next level go This ahead.
1: seals the deal. I would just I would like to come up with all the categories necessary cuz any good business model starts off with something that's hot and sells. Mm. Then they branch out and start doing unnecessary shit nobody needs.
0: I mean, you know damn well if you were to go take this idea to Shark Tank, they'd be like, "Great. So when the first five cards go by the wayside, what else you got?" And your product is pretty much over.
1: Well, we're going to say potential sexual But I'd part- say complete potential world, sexual world domination. A uh, potential sexual partner, potential uh,
0: business partner, uh,
1: business partner, uh, f- uh, um, uh, a pl- platonic female mm-hmm. would be one. In laws would be one. Law enforcement would be one. What about um, sports? But no, see, but you see, can't that, that because you, someone's you going to show it.
0: Yeah, right. The minute you do that, see, sports is something where. They could sm- you can't come and and talk that talk me up like that mm-hmm. unless I guess you're talking about my bowling prowess where someone's actually yeah, well, gonna be like yeah. hey you know this guy freaked out and pulled a triple double they're gonna be like nah it was Ice Cube dude wasn't this dude
1: yeah he he was like uh, Jackie <laughs> Gleason at the billiards table <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's believable yeah yeah, but, yeah that would do so sports is probably out because you're gonna have to I butcher. would say that's the
0: one even if you even if you pulled like a game prowess like. You know, this guy was Bobby Fisher's training partner, and someone's going to say, I'd love to play, even win, lose, or draw, I'd love to play chess against Bobby Fischer's ex-training partner. You need
1: to do it on games that they don't make anymore, <laughs> be like, You or, or that nobody like really has. Right. Like, for instance, I played Stratego and Screaming Eagles, which are both board games that I grew up loving uh, with my kids. Crossbows gonna, and catapults. But no, Yeah, but not too many people have those, so we'll be like, listen, man, this guy wants one stratego with four pieces. Well, and two of them were flags.
0: I sometimes do this one for myself, where I go like, not to brag. My wife can back this up, but I've just I one time went and played Trivial Pursuit with a couple. Me and my wife went, and I, I went around the entire board and won before anyone else had a turn. Mm. And everybody goes, What's the hell's what's Trivial Pursuit?" And I go, "Well, that's the game where they ask you questions about different categories: sports, history." politics, agriculture, whatever the categories are. And they're like, that game sounds awful. Who cares? You know what I mean? We're not in the board game era anymore. Right. No. No,
1: but we need to bring that back. I can't believe you trust your wife to back you up on that.
0: She has to because it happened in real life.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter though. So
0: that's one one of those ones where – but see, that even makes it better because she rolls her eyes and she goes, yeah, he did so – so that really emphasizes where she's coming from a place of, of, of legitimate annoyance. Yeah. Like but she, at the same loath,
1: time, she's loath to admit your prowess. Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. She's like, really? I'd really wish that I could brag about you doing, having done something else.
1: My wife asked, said something to to me today. I, f- I forget what it was, but I answered the question. He goes, wow. How'd you know that? And I go, I know a lot of shit. What do you mean? And I know a lot of stuff. And she's like. Oh, wait a minute. It was about, because it was about, like music or movies. She goes, oh, it was about music. Of, of course. She's like, oh, it was about music. Of course you did. Uh, never mind. And like, just, you know what I mean? But that
0: She's made like, you feel good. No. But it didn't? No. Because she goes, if she says that, she means, well, you definitely know your shit when it comes to music. No. I will give you that. I will no, defer. Because,
1: like, it made me feel good. Like, hey, you're smarter than I thought. And she goes, Oh, about that one category. It's about that stuff that, that doesn't make us money. That yeah,
0: money. but like, there, it doesn't even matter what it is. My wife will ask me a question about something. She'll ask me. I'll give her the answer, and she'll go, I don't think so. Yeah. And then she'll call her dad or somebody, and I'm like, Why? My daughter's clearly not the authority. I my, am.
1: My daughter's five. She already does that. Like, no, dad, I don't think that's right. I'm like, it's, <laughs> you, you barely, you just started living.
0: I'm right most of the time. Uh huh. That's it. Oh. There was no joke. Oh,
1: that's, that's, that's that was, that was the end of that. That was a statement. Well, pull out your index card and prove um. it. But no, that's a really good idea. I like it. I think uh, I would like to hear. I would like to hear a little bit of, like feedback. I would like to see on on Twitter or Facebook or whatever the hell. Um, other categories of of workup cards. I don't want to say hey, my intro cards, but something. You know what I mean? So, some workup cards.
0: I I w- I've been teasing around the idea of doing another live event. I thought maybe like you know a a, uh, a coffee with the cast something uh, you know mm. <laughs> you're like no let's, we, let's, okay. let's, ban- let's say no to the coffee. I'm just figuring out a I way can where I coffee. could have coffee. Yeah. In every phase of everything, but anyway,
1: you're gonna have to start setting your alarm in the middle of the night to wake up and drink coffee.
0: I'm feeling like we should announce each other. Yeah. You know.
1: No, I want to get the 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 strangest person I can find it and to, <laughs> to show me. Yeah, I'd like Chaz to read my cards, just so I can prove he's a
0: real person. Oh, he's a real person. Prove it. All right. Well, that is episode one seventy two of the Hey My Man podcast. Before we go, Ben, you have anywhere else you're going to be, or anything you any honorable
1: mentions? Mm, acoustic acoustic one timer show March tenth, social two and nine, and a full band show at Wild Rose Brewing Company March seventeenth. We didn't talk about any Netflix shows. We can just put a pin in them if you'd like. Yeah, you just say the names, the titles, and.
0: Well, I only saw one. What other ones no. did you see? Yeah, the, well, you... the push. What's that,
1: dude? You got to watch the push. It's on Netflix. It's it's awesome.
0: That's it. That's all you're gonna say? No. What's it, it about? I
1: can say more. It's um, it's a show about a guy who I don't know if they call him like a mentalist or something. It's a guy who talks about like the power of persuasion and all this. He basically says people can be manipulated so much, you get their ang- anxiety levels so high. He's like, let's see what we can get people to do just by, by working them up. It's and, a reality
0: uh, show or like yeah, a it's, non-scripted?
1: It's kind of like one of those hidden camera okay. shows. It's a hidden camera show where everyone's in on it except for the, the Mark. Mm. And the trick is let's slowly – Power of suggestion. Let's slowly use power of suggestion and work him up and work him up until the end. Let's see if he'll, he'll be willing to push someone off of a building. Like he'll be willing to commit murder Wow! because – I We're was going to say I,
0: I I use the power of suggestion every moment of every day of my life, but it's a it's it's not so subtle. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. really and it doesn't really work as well,
1: well for me. Dude, it's on Netflix. It is. Uh, I mean, at first, like I was into it. And I was watching. It and I was like, I don't know if this is bogus. And then the end came, and I was like, I can kind of see that coming. And then there's more. And I'm I'm telling you, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Watch right. the push. Watch the that, push. It's it a good is.
0: advertisement. Yeah, what else you got?
1: I was thinking about it for the Influent Town. Flint Town, um, which you said you watched, you watched the whole thing today. today. Yeah, Flint Town is amazing, and I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not real into cop shows. Like I like The Wire, uh, but that's HBO like show. Yeah, but this I, was a documentary. Yeah, though. but I don't watch cops. I don't right. watch that live PD stuff. Yeah, uh, watch nothing watch against that, feature. just not into it. A lot against it, sucks. But dude, Flint Town is like we were talking about it earlier, and I was saying that it shot so well, and you're saying most documentaries are. But what's cool is that this is obviously not scripted. um, What do you mean
0: shots? Well, what I'm saying, just so we're on the same page, is it's beautiful to look at. Like, it's aesthetically pleasing.
1: That's what I mean. It's beautiful to look at. It's even got people in it that aren't that good looking. (laughs) But it's shots. And I don't mean that. It's normal people. Right. Normal. It it covers the... That's what you
0: usually get in a... Yes, it co- it
1: covers the Flint, Michigan police department during the water crisis during the Trump election, and their politicians. Uh, and their, during like, so the Dallas shootings,
0: sort of like the wire, where it's like it covers the newspaper angle, the school mm-hmm. angle, the how how everything from the water crisis that they had to the fact that they're um, in the top ten most violent cities. So between the years yeah. twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen.
1: Extremely underfunded, mm-hmm.
0: and what's what's cool is that It's supposed it's a, to be a three hundred man department. I think they're at ninety eight men or something on like just that. under a hundred. Yeah.
1: yeah, and what's cool about it is that, like you said, it's like the wire, how they mix it up. But they it's a, it's a documentary, but they also do like the confessional, mm-hmm. like Real World or whatever. I'm probably dating myself, but whatever shows have like just the one off, like Bachelorette, like Leon.
0: Eric Knees used to do on the Real World, exactly one,
1: exactly. Um, but it was it's cool because it's like that because they'll show citizens. On You know, that are just residents that have called the police. Mm-hmm. It shows footage of them, then confessionals with them. Police shows them at home, confessionals with them. Politicians, newspapers. But here's the one of the coolest parts about it. Not only are the characters great, not only is the editing is off the charts to me. I just think it's like even just the way they cut. They'll cut something that a citizen says. They'll cut directly to the police doing something related to that. Right. One of the coolest parts was I was asking a buddy of mine who does some like drone photography they will be going to like a murder call, and they'll have now. Maybe it's not always the same shot, right. but they will have beautiful nighttime shots of going over these cities or these houses. In Florida, I would Michigan. assume
0: they flew the drone over the city for hours and then cut, that, cut that in. It. Yeah, right. To... But,
1: but I just mean like there would be like there certain events it's like there's sure. like there's like a fire or something. They got cool. Just they'll get close ups of people's faces, then smoke billing out mm. of the window, then people holding the baby. But it's just it, it, done so well, dude. The quality uh,
0: is The part that bothers me about that is because it's done so well, I'm like, is there is any of this reshot? Like there yeah. was an actual authentic yeah. moment and then they go, Well wait. Let's do it one more time from this angle. Let's same intensity just say the things again that you already said. So, uh, you but know you what I can't mean. Can't really
1: do that with police, though, right? I mean, you're not gonna be like, "Hey, go act." Uh, no, ex- because you no. Just can't, it's just not realistic.
0: I, I'm just saying, like you said, it it's, it would be impressive if they caught everything first take the way that they did.
1: That's what I mean. I would like to see like the making of, like a how, cutting room floor, and yeah, how they edit it all together. I'd like to, because, like I said, it's edited, and I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. To me,
0: else. cinematography in, um, because uh, I love editing personally like do physically doing it myself. And I look at it and I go like for what some, for some reason, like there's one scene where you hear the guy talking and the track, you know, is taken from, you'll see a person talking and then they remove the track. The visual changes to a gutter dripping water, still having the same audio track. And then it goes back to the guy talking yeah. again. Yeah. But it's the, the camera quality, the picture quality is so crisp and the way that they break from scene to scene and all the editing is really cool. The story have, is super compelling. And, I
1: think they have some cool cameras mounted like on the hood mm-hmm. to get inside the windshield and then some in the car.
0: I wonder what kind of an undertaking it is for the city. Like does the city decide, "Hey, we're doing this. Like the documentary people have come to us. So the police department understand you work for the city, you will be part of this." Now, obviously it centers around a certain certain officers, maybe yeah, like a handful like four or five, right? the them. chief the ex chief, the female, uh, female, her boyfriend, Sergeant cat, Frost, the cadet, and then the cadet. Those and then there's the other people who are. Were, yeah. Okay. So or then the, the, the cat. my team. thing is, did they say, um, you know, who wants to be, you know, let's get a list of people who want to have this highlight about them. Yeah. And then like those people were those. shot the most, you know what I mean? Right. 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 Uh, but, That's but why I'd love to see cutting him. Yeah. Forward. It's very interesting. I I would, I would love to make a documentary. But it is like, I mean, it's awesome.
1: I can't. I can't stress enough how good it is and the fact that it's not like super
0: preachy or super. It's really objective.
1: It shows how hard it is to be a citizen in that town. It shows how hard it is to be a cop in that town. Well, the best part is even the cops, white
0: and black, both go. We know why the people don't have faith in the police. Yeah. Because there's like at one point this lady's like complaining. She's like, I've been waiting hours. I, 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 I've literally witnessed a shooting. I know who the yeah. suspects are and no one will come here. In fact, I saw a cop drive past, still will not come here. What right. is the problem? Right. And the dispatcher, they have like audio where the dispatcher's like, sir or, ma- or ma'am, they've, they've had two other shootings today. They will get to you. Well, when your maximum staffing or your normal staffing should be at 300." not max or maximum staffing at 300 and you're at 100 for an entire city, you're going to have to expect delays. Now for the person who's experiencing the need for a police officer right now, they don't care about what else you got going on. There's nothing you can tell that person to justify why they're not getting immediate attention. You call 911, that's for an emergency. And they're feeling like, why didn't call the non-emergency line, which may, you know, if you showed up an hour later on the non-emergency call problems, they just don't care. So, but the best part is, is that the law enforcement officers there understand that that is, a, is something they have to overcome. They can't though. There's nothing they can do about it. They right. can only do so much. There's 50 radio calls waiting behind every radio call. And it's like, Hey, we can only get to the ones we can get to and we'll get to everybody's in line.
1: I think I just got it. I think I just got why I liked it so much. And you explain it like that. It is everything that I hate about Twitter and Facebook and political arguments Everything I hate about them is that they're so small and concise and they everyone on Facebook and Twitter tries to win the argument in five seconds. They all straw man argument. They all oh like my my new pet peeve is when they go, Democrats say this. GOP be like and like they put words in people's mm. mouths to right. go like, haha, look how awesome my argument is
0: completely generalizing every just
1: every it's very so, tropey. It's so tropey and so just obviously uh unfair. You right. know, uh, but I think that this is the opposite of that because it's eight 45-minute videos showing all angles. Right. So it's like, if okay, if you don't like cops, you can watch this and go like, man, I still say like F the police, but but I didn't know that. And, and if you're like a cop that goes like, hey, man, everybody on the, in is stupid and we'll get to you when we get to you. You see the citizens, you go, maybe I didn't think about it. And like
0: herein that. lies why they picked the people they did. Because the people that they picked all share one unique feature. Some of them are more aggressive. Some of them are have been around the block. Some of them are new, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they all share this one thing, and it's the understanding of humanity. And it, it's just the, like, hey, I understand their plight. I understand my plight. The thing is, is we have to figure out a way to meet in the middle. Yeah. And we just don't have an answer. I wonder if they That's did the have. scariest thing, right? Is when you can honestly go, I don't know. I'm not right. going to give you an answer because I don't have one. And I'm not going to make one up. Or I'm not going to pretend to know the answer.
1: And it was cool to see the Trump election. And then there's a difference between black officers and white officers. And neither one of them like, had a lot of hatred for the other side. But they were just like, what? How could they think that? And, and, but, and cool, the white, white officers real... were even
0: saying yeah. like, man, I understand where they're coming from. And there's going to be a lot of like is gonna silent cheering on our like where we have to keep our you know our our excitement and adulation sort of low key because it's disrespectful to them because we understand where they're coming from but like we got to also look out for us and on the other side it was just the opposite i think it just
1: felt so good because i'm i feel like i'm constantly drowning in a sea of one-sided opinions and not well thought out arguments and just i want to win the so much division to, to watch the inclusion of everybody was like it just felt good. It was like a breath of fresh... I was like, somebody sees it from every angle. And and I just... Like, man, I just appreciated them well, even making the series.
0: One thing about Joe Rogan uh, is a lot of times he'll have people on his podcast that, like, maybe he doesn't share their exact opinion or their outlook on something, and they'll get into it, and he'll be... You know, he'll 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 try to destroy their argument. Just, it's like a Bill Maher type of thing, whatever. You go point, counter, point. He doesn't really have a
1: side, though. It doesn't seem but,
0: like the one thing he always says is that you really want to know someone, sit down with them for three hours in a long form interview because you can't hide. There's only so many times if you have a 45 minute interview with somebody or you go like, Hey, um, I'm going to interview you and we're going to, you're going to talk about this one specific topic. The problem in this three hour thing, not the problem in a three hour format, you learn so much more about that person and you sort of understand right, wrong or indifferent, or whether you agree or not with their final opinion on this, how they got to that conclusion by looking at how they grew up, what their parents did for a living, what their experiences were. And then you go like, okay, now I understand why you believe the way you do. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but it makes sense to me why you feel that way, because these are your specific life experiences. And so a lot of times I call bullshit on people's like they'll be like oh I feel this way I'm like you don't really feel that way you're saying you feel that way because it's the popular opinion and you don't have the balls to stand up right Yeah But sometimes if you really learned about someone you could go okay well you do unfortunately you do feel that way and here's yeah. the reason why
1: And yeah no I think I understand why. And that's
0: why this documentary to me it, it it it's not like Twitter and it's not like Facebook because It gets vetted like every single thing like these cops are saying, well, we're like at minimum staffing. I can only do so much or the female cop at one point is like I was, you know, I was an inch away from being in the detective bureau. The mayor switches chiefs. This new chief is like, yeah, I don't care what the old chief said and what promises he made. You're not going to the detective. Nobody's going anywhere until I reassess
1: everything. All promotions were rescinded.
0: And then I think it's the guy that's her boyfriend. There's like a voiceover where he's like, basically, it's you know, right, wrong, or different. It's the new chief's choice. He gets to now retool the department. and Everything you've built, everything you've worked for, all the ass-kissing you've done, not talking about her, but anyone has done, to get themselves put in a specific position, all that work you did, it's gone. Yeah. You got to re politic again with the new person.
1: And it shows how hard they have to fight for every dollar. I think mm. they, were, they were making like $15. I don't know what they're yeah. It wasn't a lot. It was lot 15 more. bucks an 15 hour. Bucks like 15 hour. something. But I mean, it's,
0: it was pathetic. It's Dude. pathetic. Because at one point, the rookie, they're at like, uh, what's, five guys. And can you imagine? And he that, looks at the sign and he tells his wife, who just had a baby and they have another child, hey, they're paying 10 bucks an hour here. Right. And to him, that's $5 less than working in this the top 10 most dangerous cities right. in the country, Right. 200 men understaffed. And you We're not even talking about it full. We're talking about so low staff that you are going into these horrible situations, 200 men down from what you are, what the federal government says you're supposed to have.
1: Well, I don't know what the federal government says you're supposed that's to their, have. It. That's plus, their staffing. That 300. That's what the
0: FBI staffing said because of the city size. That's not yeah, like the law. Yeah, but that
1: 300 was probably when... People lived in the neighborhood. Now there's boarded up buildings. You probably got a lot less people. That lived yeah, I guess in. I mean, you're, still, you're still underfunded and undermanned. The only thing they Plus say, three hundred would be for if Flint was groovy.
0: Agreed, but they never tell you what the new minimum yeah. staffing. So whatever. It's not the main point. Yeah, yeah it's right. Not the got main you. point. Well, for sure, it makes a point if they tell you it's supposed to be three hundred and then there's only one hundred. and walk well, They walk away. Well, they just from, say,
1: I remember when this department was three hundred. They also must say, I remember when this city was nice.
0: Well, anyway, yeah. So. Well, no, I, I think that uh, it it does a good job of 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 shooting it from all sides and he, each person giving their perspective on each topic.
1: I honestly liked it so much. I just I watched it in like two days or something, and I considered today. I was like pulled up Netflix and I was like, maybe I'll just watch it again. I almost considered just, and I never do that. But I was almost like, I'm just going to watch it again and see stuff I missed, you know. <laughs>
0: I needed to take a break from the wire because I started at season two and I watched season two, season three, and season four over the last couple of weeks, so. Again? Yeah, I usually you use said twice a year. You said you were
1: done. You said you're like I'm good. I can yeah, I watch it again.
0: But I don't know what happened. There was I saw a clip <laughs> on on uh, <laughs> Instagram on something, and I was like, oh my god, that is that's so good.
1: You saw the scene when they went in and, and assessed that the shooter came from the outside. bunk, and McNulty went to that kitchen and measured <laughs> I, everything. That's season one. I didn't. I, I,
0: I went to, right to season two. I always start with season two. Oh, my wow. favorite season. It's not the nice. season everybody
1: hates you watched it more so I'll let you have your
0: opinion but anyway know. so yeah, that's anyway. it that's all we got episode 172 you got an extra 21 minutes out of us so be grateful later